Salam. Merhaba. Hoş geldiniz. And welcome to the Dizzy Vibes podcast. I hope you guys are ready to attend Ozan funeral tonight. Hosted by Ray Ray. And I'm just a guest in the audience crying. Do you know what? Every <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Do you know what? Everyone has jumped on the bandwagon of hating Ozan, but I've hated that guy from the first episode. You have. You have. And this is the episode where I turn onto your side. Welcome. I do. Um, For our AMI listeners, if you didn't catch on our BO podcast, we're back. We are back and ready to roll on AMI. Sorry for the hiatus a little bit. Ellie was sick. I was in another country and we kind of just left Marnie alone. She didn't know what to do without us. That's exactly how it went. I really like I wish I could have been traveling somewhere, but I literally was just at home, depressed, not being able to record, not being able to talk about these episodes. Like, oh my God. She was just like in a chair staring. Like we put her in a chair in the corner and staring at the wall. We're like, you stay there till we Whoa. get back. You know what she was like in um, New Moon? If you guys see New Moon, when uh, Edward leaves Bella and she's just sitting in her room and it's just no, like. That's exactly, that's exactly what it was without you two. Like I, I was just, just soaking in my own sorrow. But we're back, guys, and we're so ready to talk about these episodes. And I'm just so glad that Ali and Ray Ray are both back. And that we could just fangirl and, but most importantly, just freak out over Ozon's behavior because that guy is just, I have no words. Well, I have a lot of words. Well, excuse me for two minutes as I go watch that scene where Bella leaves Edward because I have no idea what you're talking about. You haven't seen New Moon? I haven't seen it since I was like nine. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Well, Yes, go watch that scene because that's how Marnie was being. Um, we're glad to be back, like Marnie said. And Ray, we're glad to have you back in the States. That's the most important thing. But something's exciting today happened. It was announced that Hello Photoshoot's new couple is going to be Ilhan and Virtue, which I'm pretty excited about. You know, they are one of the most um, successful actor and actress of the summer of this series. And so, oh, and the Fox promo came out. So it's pretty big for Ilhan and Virtue and the whole AMI team in general. Let me just say, I hate, I absolutely hate how good Fox is at their promo. Like, the Canology promo came out, that was crap. That other channel came out, that was crap. That Fox promo came out, I watched that like 30 times in the span of like two hours because that song was so catchy and I hate how good they're at promo because their shows just murder you. Like, Sanchal Kapama just murdered us at the end, turned into, murdered me personally at the end, that turned into... A drama that I did not want. Ashmanzik Intikam just threw the comedy out the window. We're like, we don't want to do that anymore. Yet the promo is so good. The promo is excellent. And like the the cinematography, the props, the design that went into it was just chef's kiss. Beautiful. I loved it. And uh, the cast. So it was um, Jinnar, Esra, Ozan, and Chagra. They looked beautiful in their outfits. And I do see what you're saying, Ray Ray, about like the rom-com aspect of Ashk Mantic Intercom, like just kind of not being like being non-existent for the most part. But something that really helped me, I guess, just better adjust to the direction that the plot is going is just thinking of the show more as a drama romance 
because honestly like them advertising it as a rom-com is just making it very like like it's it's bringing up a lot of issues for people i think people are still really thinking of it as a rom-com because that's how fox is still advertising it and it really isn't like based on the music that they choose for the fragments like please it's a dramedy it's not even they, they took out the midi midi it's just, yeah <laughs> it's just drama yes but i'm really excited for the hollow photo shoot Elhan and virtue are giving us farmer vibes <laughs> and they just they're, they're my grandparents <laughs> but my, my grandparents were people who used to go work on the land now they're my grandparents. They're taking them off of my grandparents. Oh my god. So we're going to be recapping Bolum 12 and 13 of Ashmantic Intica because we need to talk about 12. Like 12 was such a huge episode. And so basically it starts off with Chagla and Janar. And Chagla looks so frantic. She's at her wedding. She has no idea where Ozon is. And Jannar is just, I guess, trying to calm her down in the weird way that he usually does when he calls her my beauty, like an actual Lannister. And then it, it cuts to one week before. And it shows Ezra and Ozon, Jannar and Chagla, and they're at the twins' house. And oh my god, it is just such a mess. It is so, like, honestly, so much drama. Yeah, Ozon yeah. announces that he was married to Ezra, that she was his ex-wife. Shocker to everyone, except yep. Janar, obviously. And like everybody's like, what the heck? Like they cannot believe it. Except for Janar, of course, because he knew. And I got second, third, and fourth hand embarrassment when Ozon, or no, when Chagla leaned in to kiss Ozon and he straight up curved her. And she is still right there, just like staring at him as he walks away. And she's like, oh, like, oh my God, like that's gonna be my future husband. I'm like, girl, please, what the heck? Like, somebody needs to record her doing this and like show it to her. Yes, that should have been her first notice of he's never gonna show affection to me. Chaga really just hasn't any self-respect. I honestly think it comes down that her mother uh left her at a young age, and so she's so desperate to be loved. Yeah, because the mother comes in this um this episode or the end of episode previous episode. So we do get to see what her mother is like. And like Ray said, she did leave her at a young age. So she has that abandonment issues. But her she- mom is just as weird as her because Yeah. Chagla like tells her mom, like, oh man, what does this girl tell? She's like he only sees Ezra. He d- he never looks at me. He doesn't look at me the same way he looks at her. When I talk to him about the wedding he like has absolutely no care about it and it's like girl you're you're listing all the reasons why you should not marry this man and i would think that her mom would be like honey like don't marry him like just just drop him you deserve so much more but instead she's like no you're gonna win his love like he's gonna be with you like you're gonna win not her and i'm like oh my god now i know why chagla is such a psycho because her mom is too what if, like, her, her mom and her dad had a similar story and her mom was Chalga and her and her dad never got to be with the person that he loved? I 100% believe that because I can see the twins' real dad's love come in as a storyline. I would want that. I want him to find love. He's so cute. He is he's like a t- He's like a teddy bear. But I 100% believe you on that one. Good perspective there, right? You always have that. You're always looking into the future. That's so raven. It's oh my. <laughs> <laughs> That's so basically. Raven. 
No, no, really, it is like the way that Ray Ray can just like kind of see things or like theorize about things, and then they'll happen. So I'm like, just like no amnesia stuff or like just scary stuff like that. Then, then we'll be good because it'll happen. If she says it, it'll happen. Like it really will. It will. I want. I want the. I want what's what's the I want Tywin Lannister to find love. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) But um. Um, then we, let me see. Then we go, let's see, girls. We go, oh, Chagra goes, it's the next day, and Chagra goes to go visit Zoomroot. And I loved it. I was laughing. Okay, these are the moments where I'm just like, yes, like we need that comedic relief in this show because it's such a drama-filled show now, and it hurts almost every single time. So when we have those moments of just silly banter or comedic um, dialogues between the characters. It is just like a breath of fresh air. And Zumo is someone that brings in that comedy. And so when Chagla goes to visit her, Zumo opens the door and she's like just dressed down, I think. She, you know, wasn't expecting any um, visitors. But when she sees Chagla, she immediately, like her face like freezes and she closes the door on her and Chagla's like, what the heck? Like she's like weirded out. Within... 15 seconds, the door opens again, and Zumo is just, like, she is completely, like, done up. Bro, I love that scene. That scene was pretty funny. Like, I thought for a second, like, she was closing the door at her because she was, like, like mad at her or something. I'm like, and I was, like, happy, and I'm like, oh, man. She definitely wants to create the illusion of wealth to Chagla. Marnie's dogs agree. Sorry, Most guys. Definitely. I My dogs just have a lot of opinions. They have a lot of opinions. They don't. They think Zuma is hilarious. And then it goes to the office, correct? Yes, yeah. it does. And I have one of my favorite scenes, and it's when um Ezra's talking to Ozon, and they're like in the big uh, conference room that they they usually have like their meetings at. I'm not really sure what she's doing, but he's like sitting by her, and she's doing something. I I believe for the app, and then Jannar walks in, and Ezra says something to him. She leaves, Ozon is about to leave, and Jannar steps in front of him, and you could just, like, sense, like, the male masculinity, like, the just, like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, okay, I, it shouldn't have been hot. It shouldn't have been hot to me. I know it, but it was hot to me. Ron Weasley. Oh, my God. And this is why I just can't talk to Rory about Jannar because she'll ruin his image. Well, no, he's actually a freaking, he's, he's a Kanye West. Can I just say something and I'm gonna get canceled? Yeah, I thought it was hot, like that he was mad at his mom because I was like, okay, you kind of see that this guy actually has some like trouble now. That Jannar was mad at his mom. Yeah, that just kind of brought a new side oh, yeah. to him, and I'm like, yeah, he's looking kind of hot now. He's still a bit of a psycho, but I mean, who doesn't is- love a hot psycho? Yes, Ted Bundy. Oh my well, god. <laughs> well, let me just say that hot scene was ruined by Chagla because she then was in the next scene asking Ezra to get help on planning their wedding. Oh yeah, what a freaking witch. And she is such a conniving, horrible girl. And it was it was honestly really gross. Like I I really like I was so sad that they wrote Chagla's character like this. I understand why. But I really did like her in the beginning of the episodes. I, I think you girls didn't, though, right? I did until I found out she liked Ozon. And then I was like, oh, I know this is going to be trouble. Yeah, like her like her characters in the beginning were like, it was really good and everything. And I liked her. And she just seemed like, like a lovesick girl. But 
I knew she was going to turn psycho. I didn't realize how, how psycho either because throughout the episode, this girl is unhinged completely. She definitely has predatorial issues. Oh, yeah, she really does. Because that's when it snapped for her. That's when she decided to switch on us. When she confessed she liked Ozan and then those feelings weren't reciprocated and then she knew that he liked Ezra. So she basically has this conniving idea where she told Ozan the night before, hey, come visit the venue, basically. And he's like, oh, I had some things, but I'll come. And then she told Ezra that Ozan couldn't go, so can you come with me? And then they all meet up at the venue. She planned this. Yeah, like, she why? did. I remember Chagra saying something along the lines of wanting everybody to know their place. And that's why this ugly scheme that she planned to bring Ezra to her wedding venue. And like the way that she even observed Ezra while Ezra was just like taking in the wedding venue. And she was like, she made a comment saying, oh, I think it's a bit small. And I'm like, are you serious? Like the privilege. And then Ozon comes and she acts surprised. And it's just like, I'm like, why are you doing this to Ezra? Like, why are you being such a nasty person? Conniving wench. I can't. She has uh, a, sp- a superiority complex against Ezra. And it's honestly disgusting. Like, she thinks she's better than her because I don't know what. And it's it's gross. I hate it. I hate her. But obviously this plan didn't work in her favor because it just brought back flashbacks of Ezra and Ozon planning for their wedding in their minds. So it kind of, what's that word when plans don't go your way? It Backfired. Backfired, basically. Which then we go into the flashbacks, which I've been asking for forever. And let me tell you, teary-eyed city. It was beautiful. It really was because... um, the, it was Ezra who gets the flashback first, um, and it's because the the staff that work at the wedding venue brought out these cakes, and Chagra was being gross about it. She's like, I don't want my wedding just to be good. I want it to be great, and I want fresh fruit or some type of fruit that she wanted. And the person was like, well, those aren't in season, and, she's, and then Chagra was like, well, I don't care. I want them. And that's when Ezra gets the flashback and it's of her and Ozan and they're at her um, mother's restaurant and Ozan is like using his calculator trying to add up the cost of the wedding and he's thinking how much they have of a budget to spend on like the perfect wedding cake for her and Ezra is honestly like she is such an angel she is an absolute angel yes she was she didn't care about money again going back Mm to Ezra just wanting to have fun at life and live it and it kind of made me realize and I, I tweeted this that this is the moment where I knew Ezra actually loved Ozan because I was listening back to our first episode and how I just said you know she found Ozan basically after her mom's wishes and was like let's just get married and it didn't seem that there was no love but these flashbacks did make it seem like she actually did love him which I'm happy with because how people perceived Ezra prior to their marriage could be different, but she, no, she did love him and she just wanted to have a fun wedding and a small wedding and just be with the one she loved. Yeah. She even told him that she's like, it doesn't matter. The cake doesn't matter. The wet, the wet, the big wedding doesn't matter. And she turned off his calculator and then Ozon was gazing at her and he even told her, how did I get so lucky to have you in my life? And you know, Ozon wants to give her, 
the best of the best, but yes. he can't. And she she realizes that, but it doesn't matter to her. It's like Ozon to her was the best of the best. And it's like, that's what she cares about the most is him. And it that's why I'm like, oh, she's such an angel. She really is. She's She handles things with class. Yes. Which is something that Chaga obviously lacks. And like to those flashbacks, it really, like I agree with both of you girls. It really shows that like, Esther truly did love love Ozan because if she was like if she was a gold digger like basically everyone's initial premise it would have been like no she wanted to do this for her wedding no she wanted to do this she was thinking to the future she's like I don't want to take out any loans for a wedding we can just do it here and it'll be fine but one thing that did bother me is there's a discontinuity like in the first couple episodes you see basically Esther and Ozan at this big wedding hall taking their vows and they go and take pictures and she has this big wedding dress but here it's different and that bothered me a little bit oh i noticed that too wait maybe maybe those were just um you know how like people will hire a photographer or something just to take like engagement photos or wedding photos maybe that's what they did because i remember in this episode esra told him i could just rent a dress or was that the dress that she was wearing yeah, the that's dinner. the thing. I think that was just the dress that she was wearing. And in the first episode, they showed them in this big hall getting married. Yeah, they oh. were in, like, it looked like City Hall. It didn't look like a big, like, not City Hall, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, where they, the wedding places in Turkish Dizzies that people get married at. Maybe she changed, and that's what's the imagination we had. Like, that was their little reception. I mean, Maybe. I guess so. But I get what you mean. Like, yeah. the, like the, the stories don't match up. Yeah, exactly. And then it goes to them cutting the cake and just being so in love after their wedding. And it it hurts a lot now thinking about it now after watching episode 12 and 13. Like, I want to cry. I did cry. And I didn't expect, like, I know I'm a crier. But I really did not expect to cry as much as I did when they were all sitting down. So it was Ozon's family and Ezra's family at Ezra's family's restaurant. They were having this beautiful dinner. The two cakes came out. I think it was like a vanilla cake and a chocolate cake. And they were just enjoying themselves. You know, and this is something that Ezra said in the beginning. I think this was Ali's, one of Ali's favorite quotes of Ezra, which is, we didn't have a lot, right? Or Ali, right? We didn't have a lot, but yeah, we knew how to have fun. We didn't have money, a lot of money, but we knew how to have fun. Or we didn't have money, but we knew how to have fun kind of thing. And and it's so true because honestly, like, yeah, having money is great. But at the end of the day, it's the memories that you take with you. And for it was Ozon, too. Like, Ezra was the one who had the memory about her saying no to the cake. But it was Ozon who had the memory of him sitting down with his wife and her family and his family and just enjoying their dinner together. And I think that really goes to show that no matter how much money that you have, because we all know Ozon is a very successful businessman. He has millions of dollars, but it's the memories that are worth more than anything. Absolutely. And I'm sure that memories that he had from that time are worth more to him than any memories he's made since he's become a successful man. Like he values that time more. Yeah, I think so too. Well, those were slowly ruined by Chaga trying to steal another kiss from Ozon. Oh God. Ali, why did you even uh, have we were enjoying the moment? Not only did the next scene. Oh, but it's like I'm literally like over here, just like I have my 
head resting on my on my palm and I'm just like looking up. I'm like, oh my God, it was so beautiful. And then I hear Chagra. Oh God. Way to kill the vibe. We have to get on with the podcast. And I know we could talk about Ezan and Oz Ez- Ezra and Ozan's flashbacks for days, but Ozan I don't want to talk about Chagla. I know me either, but she is in the show, unfortunately. Um and he was not too happy with that. No, because she did it on purpose. She saw the way that Ezra and Ozan were looking at each other. Yeah, she even rolled her eyes. Oh, like, I what know. What a wench. You cut out. I said, what a wench. I can't. She's a wench. Whatever that is. What a wrench. A wench? I, I'm calling her a wrench. Okay. <laughs> she wrench. doesn't deserve to be called a wench. A wrench is better. She's a tool. <laughs> oh, my God. Res- respectfully. I'm so proud of us that how we then just bounced off from one to two to three. <laughs> that was so clever. Just like a moment of appreciation for that cleverness. Moment yay over. us. Mostly okay. yay us. I don't want to talk about the next scene because it's really just Chagla having a breakdown. What's new? Um, oh, and her yeah. mom's like, it's okay. He's going to love you. I can't wait until she dyes her hair pink. Oh, oh God. <laughs> the memories. What, what did you guys think about... Um, Echo and and Zeno like the relationship right now because they're trying to get Elif Elif jealous. Oh yeah, it's I think it's cute. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cute as a like a brother and sister way, not like a not like a Janar and Chagla way, like oh, the no, no. twins, like a actual just helping each other out kind of way. Zeno is honestly just being a good friend. She is like the therapist of the I'm gonna call it of the Esther family because I forgot their last name. Like she over here helping out Estra. She helping out Ko. She just. She's their therapist. She is. She's the realist. And also, um, Elif was not. El- yeah, Elif, uh, Ozan's sister was also trying to be a therapist because after Ozan came over to the house, it kind of flash forward to evening, and his mom was just raving about the wedding, what she was going to wear, and Ozan's like, "I don't care, you know, just do she's whatever." Trying you- to, she's trying to wear a white dress. I knew that. I knew she was going to try to wear a white dress. I. S- oh my gosh. Both of you to assume she didn't wear. A, how did she like not wear a white dress to like a, a son's wedding? Because she knew that Ezra was the one for his son, and she hated that. I wonder if this scene is also here because I think this scene is also important to talk about. Where basically they go into the hair salon, and Zumert's doing her usual dragging of Estra. And and another thing about Zeno is she just stood up. She's like, "What has Estra done for you?" You have done all the stuff. She got her house impounded. I know impounded is the wrong words. She she didn't even get a chance to furnish her furnish her own house. You did all that for her. She never opened her her mouth in a single word. What has she really done to you? This this scene. She's like, been like the best daughter in law ever. Exactly, and even Zuru was finally speechless for once in her life because she couldn't even respond to that. Thank the Lord. Yeah, so that's just another Zeno appreciation scene that I think needed to be mentioned. No, and most definitely. And I was just going to say, Elif, after her brother left the house, she went outside and basically was saying to Ozan, like, are you sure about marrying? Because he, she even knows that Ezra's the love of his life. And so she was even questioning it. One of the things he does after leaving his parents' house is him and Musa go to uh go to watch Ezra and was like what are you doing and he's like i'm saying goodbye i'm like this that scene absolutely makes no sense to me you're hurting yourself 
more than you are hurting Esra at this point. Like, you're just torturing yourself. Like, what is the point of you doing this to yourself? You're obviously in love with this girl. Nothing you said to her is true of not being in love with her anymore. Like, why are you just doing this to yourself? You're hurting yourself. And, you're, like, Ozan is, is his own worst enemy. Like, he's supposed to be the smartest man in the room, but he's really the dumbest man in the room. Like, he has no personal, like, social interactions. He doesn't know how to interact with people like a normal human being. Like, that scene made absolutely no sense to me. Like, it was supposed to be some romantic scene. I was like, no, you idiot. If you're in love with her, you just go be with her and just try to clear up your misunderstanding. Instead of trying to one-up her, you're like, you're just torturing yourself. And now you've got yourself into this own situation. I don't feel bad for Ozan for one minute because he did this to himself. I completely agree. I, I don't understand what the significance of that was. Like, I think it's just trying to show how tortured Ozan is by this, I guess, by this decision, by him not being with Ezra. But what Ozan doesn't realize is that the only person that's hurting himself is himself. That's that's it. He's the yeah. one that can change all this for himself. And he doesn't. He's just going to get married. Even after sitting out or sitting in his car, basically watching the woman that he loves, who's single, by the way, who he knows is in love with him. And he's just not doing anything about it. The thing is, he's not a character I root for. I'm like, I'm sorry to say this, but I don't root for Ozan like the way I would root for Bora. Right now, I agree with you. Um, just because I don't see any qualities of him that I would personally want in a partner. Like that's how I have to see it. Um, and I and I don't see any. I just see him being someone who just gives up. And it's like it doesn't make any sense because yeah. he literally said that the reason why he made the uh the the pop oh my god i'll say podcast <laughs> the the reason why he made the app was because he was hoping that it would bring Ezra back to him Ezra's back in his life he those two years that he did this and he's like that's what i'm doing like it's for Ezra. it's for that one like for her to come back into my life and i could win her back it's like dude she's there she's right there what are you doing and you know what too Esther has been ignoring, like, in the in the next episode after this, Esther, like, doesn't hear Ozan out. And I'm like, good for her. Like, Ozan didn't, didn't want to hear you out. And I'm not one of those people that are, like, an eye for an eye, except in this situation. Honestly, like, I'm sick of, like, like, no offense. Since she got to the company, he's been torturing her. And, oh, yes. you know, it's 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 time for him to torture. It's time for her to get a little torture back to, like, for him to get a taste of his own medicine. Her revenge that she planned on doing when she got to the company wasn't even slightly compared what he is doing to her and what he had done to her. Even with the first, you know, going back to episode, what was that episode where he took her to the house and he was like, this house is for the person that I'm going to be in love with and not you. And you're just like, okay, dude. Yeah. So anyway, uh, moving on to the next scene. We have some scenes that happen, but I feel like we need to get to like the gist of like the act, like the episode, because a few really important things happen at the end. And one of the things that, and this is about Chagla, and I know we do not want to talk about her, but she is a big character, especially this episode, because she's really showing, I mean, we already kn knew that this girl was like crazy and just a bee, but she's really showing that even more because when they go, when they're in the office and Chagla and Ezra are having a conversation and Chagla tells her, um, she tells Ezra, she's like, based on the way, like your expression at the wedding venue, 
I knew that you still have feelings for Ozan. And Ezra's like, well, then why did you bring me? Or, or, or she's saying something along the like, why did you even take me to your wedding venue in the first place? And Chagla tells her, she's like, so everybody knows their place. And then this is where I love where Ezra's like, well, you know how you're trying to give me advice about knowing my place? Well, let me tell you this. And this is what she tells her. She's like, that house that you're going to be living in, yeah, that's the house that me and Ozon dreamed about. So when you're there, just remember that whose house that was for, or what you say, something right like that? Like whose house was that for? So is, I know she mentioned something about honesty and she's like, let me be honest with you. That house that you're dreaming so much to live in, that's the house that me and Ozon dreamed up of when I gave him that snow globe that's sitting in his house right now. Mic drop. <laughs> she shut her up like the little bee that sh- she is. Yep. And she will continue to do that, as we know. Boss ass bitch. Yep. I It was so good. And then, like, I don't even think Chagda had anything to say after that. And I'm just like, dude, like, just stop being a cruel, horrible person. But, of course, she just can't. She's just very spiteful and just very negative. So, whatever. Like, that girl can just go freaking out. I don't know. Go do stuff. Go with her brother. Go with her brother, honestly. Um, and then we get to the wedding. And I will say that Melissa, do you guys know how to pronounce her last name? Melissa, the one, the actress who plays Chag- Chagra, Melissa. Melissa Dongo, that's what Melissa, I call her. Melissa Dongo, she looks beautiful. She really does. I hate you. Ma- the actress looks, be- well, I mean, Chagra, she yeah, does. Chagra looks beautiful. Yeah, um, she does. And she's like freaking out because she's trying to get a hold of Ozan and he's not answering the phone. And she's like freaking out to her mom. And I get it. Like, you know, this is your wedding. You have no idea where your husband is. So you're freaking out. You have those wedding jitters. But from this scene, we really start to see her breaking, like having that mental breakdown and just kind of being an unhinged. And then this is when Ozan gets to, you know, to the wedding. She's like super happy. She's like, oh my God, this is actually going to happen. We're going to get married. And then Zeno comes and Zeno tells Ozan, you need to talk to Ezra. There's something that Ezra needs to tell you. And we just see Ozon dip out of his own wedding. And then Chagra just starts freaking the F out. And she has pills, right? Like she's like trying to get pills or something. Yeah. And her mom comes and interrupts her. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for her to dye her hair pink. That's going to be like my favorite part. The moment. Um, We need to come up with a nickname for the mom because we have the Lannerson twins. What should we call the mom? We'll have to probably get back to that. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I can't, that. I can't <laughs> think about the spot. <laughs> it has to, it has to come naturally. My yeah. nicknames, because they've been look, yeah, because they've been looking more and more like Lannisters every day, especially with these <laughs> fragments coming out. Oh yeah. Um. So then, Ozan comes to the the restaurant and uh, he's asking Eko where Ezra is, and he says he doesn't know. She went out. And so he obviously knows where to get see, find Ezra by the um, sea. Is that what you would say? The sea? I'm thinking of a different word. What's it called? The sea. It's the Mediterranean Sea. The sea? Oh, I thought yeah. something else. <laughs> it's the sea. And, and he sees Ezra and he's trying to talk to her and she gets up. She's like, I don't have time for this. It's your wedding. Go to your wedding. And all of a sudden, Ozan's, you know, he's like, I need you to tell me the truth. Did you lose our baby basically i think he tells her did we have a baby oh did we have a baby 
And Ezra basically tells him that she did find out that she was pregnant and that she couldn't tell Ozan because he was working and and no, she tried to tell him. She did. I thought she that tried- was only yeah. when he calls. She he calls her, but he wasn't answering his phone. No, that was yeah, that was the day at the hospital when she yeah. lost it, but not when she was pregnant. He she didn't tell him. Oh yes, because because she didn't know if she wanted to keep it. Because that's like she knew how much of another responsibility it would have been to them on top of all the other responsibilities she had. And like, that's just so sad that she thought that she couldn't take it on. Yeah. Cause she even tells him, she's like, Ozan, when I was pregnant and I was, I was really thinking about our situation and I wasn't sure if we could raise a baby the way that parents need to take care of a baby. And, and she tells him, she's like, our electricity was shut off for some time. And it made me really think, like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to be able to not only take care of ourselves, but take care of our baby at the same time? And that's when she's like, you know what? But I had that realization where this is our baby, you know, and I know I can do it. And she wanted to keep it. She's like, she made up her mind. She was going to keep it. But then when she was at work and she, she said that she had like this very intense pain in her stomach and she fainted. And she woke up in the hospital. That's when they told her, you you lost your baby. And oh my God, like I was a mess. I was really crying, like like sobbing because she tells Ozan, like, and this is, this is a part that really broke me when she tells Ozan, I couldn't protect our baby. She's like, I failed our baby. I couldn't, I couldn't do the one job as a parent, which is to protect our child. And so I'm like, she has been living with this guilt and this pain for so long. And now she was able to like, break down in in the arms of the man that she's in love with and you know the father of a child and it was just a very emotional emotional scene it goes back to our first episode or when we we talked about this or episodes prior to leading up to this moment and how we we couldn't wait for the emotion and we couldn't wait for this discussion however virtue and ezra served it was just we wanted i wanted more from ozan yeah like I'm sorry, like, we, we've, no disrespect to Ilhan, like, I think, if None you've at been all. Listen, if you've been listening, and I don't think this is him, I think this is bad direction, but we've, the fans have made better edits of Ilhan breaking down than what that scene actually was. Agreed. Like, sorry, not sorry, like, there's been edit, better edits of him breaking down and what would happen to him, and I think that's also, like, what set my expectation a little high then like it was just very underwhelming like i wanted like a stronger reaction from him like chat like sir do you hear what she just told you because it doesn't seem like you understand so one of the things that happens in the future episode like in the future episode that we'll get to is basically Esther tells Osan, she's like i i had just told you that i had a miscarriage and you decided to go get married well from from what i took from that scene um and since we're already uh you know we're gonna start episode 13 now so we'll just you know dive right into that so we come back into the next episode and basically we see ozan going back to the wedding and trying to talk to chaga and like be like yo i can't do this first of all he is ozan's just a jerk like i'm sorry to if there's anyone who like like still loves ozan and like feels for him but he shouldn't have done that to chaga either like i know we hate chaga but also he shouldn't have done that to chaga he give her an ounce of hope and And that's 
that's what I don't understand. Because he tells her, he tells her like, hey, like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. And Chagla tells him, I can't believe this is happening a second time. She's humiliated. Mm -hmm. She has been left at the altar, I believe. Yeah. A time, a prior time. Is she really? Yeah. So that's why she was saying, like, don't, please don't do this to me. Um, this is gonna be humiliating. Everyone's going to talk. Like, she's like, you owe me this. And I'm like, dude, you. He doesn't owe you anything, but okay. Exactly. He does not owe you anything. And not only that, when Ozan was talking to Ezra, when they were having the talk about losing the baby, Ezra tells him because he's trying. He's like, Ezra, please, like, can we try or something? He says something along the lines where he wants to be with her. And Ezra tells him. Ezra tells him. She's like, it wasn't you getting married or that you're about to get married that broke us. Like, that's keeping me away from you. It's the fact that you proposed to her. That's that's where it ended for us. And then he's left right there, just like, what the hell? Like, what do I do? Run after her or just give her her space and then try to win her back. But don't go to your wedding. Tell your fiance that you don't even give a crap about and tell her, I can't marry you. And then be like, all right, cool. I'll marry you because I owe you what? You don't know, oh, squat. This is so ridiculous. It's so dumb. And I was just really disappointed with him. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with it. This is an unpopular opinion, but like he led her on and was about to leave her on the altar when he finally realized that saw his misunderstanding with Esther. Although I do hate Chalga, he kind of he did owe her to not embarrass her in front of everyone, especially if she's she's been left at the altar. Because he led her on, made her believe like they're getting married and everything. And speaking like objectively, that's not fair to her either. It, it, I agree. It definitely isn't fair to her and it's not fair to her to get married for the first time and be divorced within a few months. It wasn't fair when he proposed to her. That was the moment. It wasn't fair. He knew what he was doing. He thought it was revenge and he knew that. And so it wasn't okay. fair at that moment. No, he's hurting. He's hurting everybody. And the thing is, is that he thinks by giving in to Chagra saying like, you owe me this will make her happy. But look at what he's doing behind her back because now he's trying to win Ezra back while he's married. I would have preferred if he would have broken it up with Chagla. He could have made it up um, up to her in a completely different way. Not marry the girl, be in a loveless marriage with her because he's so cold to her when they come back from their honeymoon. It's gross. I don't like it. And then on top of that, he's trying to win back Ezra and he's telling Ezra, I'm in love with you and I don't care about Chagla. There's, there's, this isn't even a real marriage. While Chagla is at his house, you know, playing, playing wife, hoping, because no matter what, even if he told her the truth, like this is going to be uh, just, it's just too, like, kind of like, because I owe you and I don't want to humiliate you. Yet, imagine, she already has, like, she's already a bit unhinged. Imagine what this is just doing to her psyche now. Because she, no matter what, she, she's holding on to hope. The reason why she told him, you owe me this, is because she's hoping that he comes around and he, will fall in love with her which i think is the worst thing that he's doing and like i think he owed it to her for like a fake marriage for a few months he needs to set his boundaries strictly and not give her any ounce of hope whatsoever like he shouldn't even have gone on a honeymoon with her in my opinion should have just made up an excuse but that's what that's what he owes her he owes her that that image is what she wants from him i think he, he's first he personally did more than he, he owed i think he owed her i like objectively speaking i think he owed her but i think he's gonna trick her she's gonna trick him to do Doing more than what he owes no i agree i think he i think he owes her but not in that in a marriage i think he owes her in more of a professional manner which is has to do more with the company you know for the pain and suffering that he has put her in but not to put her into more pain and suffering and giving her false hope when he's married to her i think chocolate is also putting it in her mind because 
they go to the apartment after the honeymoon and she's and they're talking and he says, I'm going to sleep on the couch. Plain as day. I'm sleeping on the couch. That's not hope saying, oh, we're going to sleep together. No, he's just saying I'm sleeping on the couch. And then he puts it when she throws away the snow globe thinking, you know, she's getting rid of those memories out of his life and he finds it. He's like, don't ever touch my stuff again without my permission, basically. And she's the one I think dreaming of this mostly. He hasn't given her hope yet in this episode. No, no, no. He's not giving her hope. Like he told her that if we get married, it's just going to be like to save face. That's what it is. But it doesn't matter. Like that went in one ear and out the other because that false hope comes Mm -hmm. from the fact that he she is now tied to him she is binded to him by law that is her husband and that's the false hope is that she has this image this dream in her head that we're already married and there's a possibility that he will come to love me this lannister twin i can't (laughs) but obviously the most affection she got this whole episode was from her twin brother As we go into the next scene where the four of them meet downstairs, Ozan's trying to hide his ring and Ezra could give two craps, honestly, he's of the so whole stu- thing. He's so stupid. And like, he's, he's like a puppy dog looking at her, all so sad eyes. stupid. Like, dude, like, you don't think she knows he got married? What's the point in trying to hide your ring? Man, I'm going to get canceled for, for hating on Ozan so much. I think the... I think the three of us are going to get canceled yeah. because... Sorry. <laughs> not really o- sorry. This is just an Ozon. This is not a pe- podcast anymore. This is just an Ozon drag session. We're taking out our frustrations on old men and putting on Ozon. <laughs> well, then it goes into another scene. Basically, Chagla talking about her honeymoon in front of Ezra. And Ezra, again, could really care less about the whole thing. It's just Chagla being, you know, creating this fantasy for herself and for in front of Ezra, which we obviously know she's going to do more of it. And Ozan then calls her up to the office. I, yeah, I think um, Ezra has to like give him documents or I'm not really yeah. sure what, but yeah, she, he, ca- she goes into his office and that's when he tries to talk to her. Thank goodness. She is like standing her ground. She's not giving in and she slaps him, which is amazing. The slap heard around Disneyland, as I said. It was great. She she just straight business. She's like, I need you to sign these documents. And he's like, no, I need to talk to you. And then he tries to grab her. And then that great slap happens. And she's like, stop. This is not happening. You're married. I don't want anything involved with you. We're done. We're just strictly business. An icon. She's an icon. And honestly... Like, wasn't stupid. Like, okay, she said she doesn't want to be with you right now, but you just like what, like what Marnie said earlier. Just, you, like, you, you idiot. You, you give her time. She just told you one of the biggest, probably the biggest secrets of her life. Honestly, her mother might even not even know that. He's such an, he's such an idiot. Like, part of me is like, he's such an idiot. Because although I do agree that he owed her, he shouldn't have put himself in that situation in the first place. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I completely agree with you. He should have never. And I, I think you mentioned earlier, Ray Ray, that Ozon, like, he is, he's a very, he's successful, right? He ha- You have to be pretty smart, especially to create an app. And then you create a company. You, there has to be intelligence there. He has shown, though, when it comes to his emotions. Sorry, my dogs are barking. When They're mad at Ozon, too. I, they keep being mad when I talk about this guy. When it comes to his emotions, he does not know how to process feeling a negative emotion and he lashes out and it hurts not only him, but everyone around him. Like he's a tornado and he just, just, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger for him. Marnie, where are we going next? It's the, it's the snow globe scene, which to find out 
it was Chagla's mom that threw away the the snow globe because she's an instigator of this whole thing as well. Bro, Chagla's mom just got issues. She got the issues, and even Chenard says a good point. He's like, "You like messed with your you messed with your daughter so much. She's going. She's like grasping at any little affection she can get from a man that doesn't love her." But Janars know better either. Nobody's sitting down with Chagla and actually treating her with love. And sometimes when you love someone, you have to have those conversations that are difficult, but your loved one needs to hear them. Yeah, it's like when I tell Marnie she's a hoe. Exactly. And I've accepted it. And yes. now I'm thriving because of it. <laughs> but, but but honestly though like can someone sit with her really like i think esther is the one who has been the most straight up with chagra when she talked to her about the dream house she's like hey well let me give you some advice that dream house that you're gonna live in is the dream house that me and ozon talked about so now chagra says that um after they came back from their honeymoon chagra is telling like her family that her and ozon are gonna move somewhere else and then when esra it's just, um, I think she, there's like another, it's gonna be, it's gonna come up in a bit. There's like another powerful scene that Ezra tells Chagra. Like Ezra's the only one being straight up with Chagra. And yeah, I know like it's because they don't like each other, but Chagra needs to hear stuff like this from, from people who actually love her and want the best for her. Because even Janar is telling her, oh, like you and Ozan, I think went in, in their wedding, um, he tells her, like, you and Ozon are a perfect couple. Or you guys make a perfect couple. It's like, dude, you know that Ozon is still in love with Ezra. Why would you want to put your sisters through that? He, he's selfish. He is. is. He is. He only wants Ozon to be attached to Chagra so that his his sister, so that Ezra is available. That's it. It's gross. He's a, he's a selfish hoe. I'm surprised he's not jealous of his sister. You know, because the Lannister twins. Oh, uh... I am so slow tonight. This is like a new, 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 um. Your dead, your hatred for Ozan is getting in the way. It's because you know what it is? It's because this is, we feel like we're at a funeral. Because this is his funeral. This is Ozan's funeral. And we're like, we're feeling that, of like those negative effects. Um, And then it goes to a dinner scene because Janar and Ezra are moving, are planning on moving to Antalya to set up the office there for their app. I guess they're expanding their locations in Istanbul. They want to go to Antalya. And so they need to set up shop there, which they haven't told anybody in the company, just them. And so they're having a dinner. And who comes to dinner? I forgot, honestly, who comes to dinner? Ozan. Ozan. So Ozan comes oh, to dinner, yeah. interrupts it. Janar has to tend back to Lannister Kingdom because his parents are fighting and the maid called him. And so he has he leaves and Ezra and Ozan are at the dinner finishing it. The company partners leave and Ezra walks immediately out of the restaurant. She's like, I'm, again, sticking to her guns. I love her. She leaves out of the restaurant and Ozan's obviously chasing her and they're having another argument. And basically Ozan again says, I love you. I only want to be with you. This marriage isn't fake. This marriage is fake. And Ezra again reminds him, this didn't, this wasn't over for me when you married Chagla. It was over for me when you proposed to her. Why can't you get that through your head? Basically, you made your decision. Now live with it. And then this man has the audacity to tell her, you'll wait for me. I'm just like, imagine, just just imagine if back in episode 12, at the very end, once he found out, you know, that he had a baby, 
Unfortunately, they lost it. He goes back. He tells Chagra, I cannot be with you. And even if she says, you owe me this, he's like, I'll repay you in a different way, but I can't do this. He leaves the wedding and he fights for, for Ezra because he's fighting for her now as a married man. And of course, like, why would she wait for you? Like, sir, are you serious? You're married. Like, it doesn't matter if this is fake. It might be fake to you, but your marriage is not fake to Ezra because she's seeing you having to pretend to be Chagla's husband. And when Ezra's about to get into the taxi, she's like, you really think I'm going to wait for you? And he says, yes. And she's like, we'll see. Or she, But like, she says it in a way where it's like, like you're going to be disappointed, which I loved because I'm like, yes, I'm like, I'm happy. She's, you know, not, not relenting to him. She's not like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? She's not breaking down. Or she's yes. Not again. Thank you. Well, this could all, this was all foreshadowed in episode 11 when they had their fight after the proposal was announced and she said, you're going to regret this and you're not going to be happy. He's regretting it. And then he's not going to be happy. Good. Yes. Good. The next day leads into the office where Janar and Ezra are going to announce that they're leaving. And Ezra being a freaking queen goes up to Ozan's office and says, let's talk tonight on the balcony. And he's like, Oh, okay, let's talk. And it kind of flash forwards. There's nothing really big. Right. Yeah. He just goes up to the balcony because she has the party planned and he goes up to the balcony and see, he sees like he thought it was going to be a private conversation. But he sees everyone there and Esther sees him and she like, yo, oh, zombie here. Let's tell everyone what our big news is. And then they say the big news. And then Ozan and uh, Nar had like there was like a lot of sexual tension there. There was definitely two different reactions, Ozan and Chagla. Chagla could be on cloud now that they were leaving to Antalya, and Ozan was not too happy. It kind of reminded me of like Scar and Simba. Mufasa. Fight. Yeah, Mufasa. Or Simba, sorry. Simba. Was it was like, yeah, it was like a Scar and Simba fight going on. Ooh, but I loved it when Ilhan was like up and um, like just so into his character and him just like his voice, his emotion. His, the expression on his face was so good. Like, chef's kiss. Like, that is such quality acting. I loved it. I agree more. Definitely brought to the scene. Also, I loved it, though. Jenna, I was just like, why don't you just tell us the real truth of behind this and be honest? Because he knows why Ozan is mad. It's not because of the company by any means. It's because he's taking Ezra away. Yeah, honestly, like, I kind of agree with Ozan at this point. Like, listen, I don't like Ozan, but from a business perspective like to get this dude who's never worked a day for his day in his life to come suddenly and want to make big moves like no bro <laughs> i think this is gonna start something but i understand Jinnar in the sense of him wanting to get revenge on ozon because i felt like ozon was a shit friend to him because when Jinnar was falling for Ezra, he would come to Ozan to get advice and to just like talk to him about what he was feeling for her. And Ozan just sat there and would let him talk and would let him gain more of a, an of attachment to Ezra. And then finally, when Ozan tells him like, hey, or no, I think um, Jinnar's the one who finds out that Ezra's Ozan's ex-wife. He even tells him, like, how did you do this? Like, how did you let me feel this way? Like, you're supposed to be my best friend. And you sat there and you heard me. And you you, you looked at me while I poured my heart out to you. 
and you let me suffer and I'm suffering now and you didn't do anything to stop it. So there's a complete betrayal there. There was a brotherhood. There was a best, like there was a friendship that I assume was, you know, very strong and Ozon let him down. I don't fault. I, I mean, I personally would not seek revenge myself. Um, I just wouldn't ever talk to the person again, but I understand Jannar as a character and where he's coming from and wanting to get revenge. And um, he's going, he's trying to hit Ozon where it hurts the most, which is Ezra. I don't think Jannar is in love with Ezra. I think he just wants to win Ezra just to throw it in Ozon's face, which I'm not okay with. Like, that's so gross. Well, it's just like how we've been predicting these whole episodes when we talk. It was like, we hope they don't, we hope they don't use the twins because that's just going to cause something, but it's actually the twins using them, which is even oh, more sickening. Yeah. That's true. Damn, these Lannister twins. You know what's hilarious? What? What? That it's not Ellie who calls them the Lannister twins. (laughs) I know. It's easy. It's easy. And they are, though. Like, their comfort level is just too much for me. Like, they're, I can't. You tweeted that, Marnie, today, and you tagged Ray. It was like a picture of Chagla and Janar, and you put under it, yeah, and their kids will look like that. I was going to make a tweet and put, um, uh chaga and janar's future inbred child and i don't know if anybody has ever seen the goonies with that monster guy oh my gosh <laughs> oh my but, god but I'm I, the fish mess fish mess up i like because honestly i i understand that i mean i think we all understand like they have a very strong bond and you know if you have brothers or sisters or siblings whatever um and you have a good relationship with them of course you're going to be comfortable with them to their level of comfortability especially because um you know it's brother and sister it is a bit unusual to me and i I, and i personally would be uncomfortable if my brother talked to me like that i've already said in the previous episodes that my brother was said stuff like that to me. Like I would tell my dad because no way. Yeah, dude, my brother gets mad when I ask him a personal question. Cause that's a brother. If if your brother was like Janar, he'd be like, "Oh, come, like you know, like come sit next to me," and he'd probably start caressing your hair. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's Janar. He's weird like that. He had his sister do a turnaround for him in her club dress did we forget he's weird no i didn't forget because this episode he hugged her like he hadn't seen her in a year but it had just been a couple weeks when our honeymoon it was they're taking this to a new level i'm sorry i think i gave like ray ray like the worst mental because <laughs> she's not talking and she's probably just like what the oh, heck no i'm looking for good pictures of chaga and Shinar so i can do the face mashup to see how their child would look like I'm crying. I want to see if it looks like Joffrey. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. Okay. I agree with both of your points that basically, like, Chenard doesn't really love Esther. He just wants to get one over. Like, his whole life, he's probably been compared. Not his whole life. But since he's become friends with um, Ozan, his father has probably compared him to, like, oh, look what Ozan's doing. Look what Ozan's doing. Now he wants to, like, do something better than Ozan. And that's including getting Esther. I completely agree with with your statement now, like how Jannar is now looking at Ozon and wanting to like get back at him and everything, um, especially, you know, when he thinks back to his dad comparing him to Ozon and being like, look at it, like how you're saying, look at everything Ozon's doing, like that's what you should be doing. But I think before this whole situation with, with Ezra, 
he probably would get annoyed when his dad would do that, but I don't think he was like malicious. Like I don't think he had any malicious intentions to do anything to Ozon. Now though, after finding out that his best friend wasn't a good best friend, he wants to get back at him. And he's probably using that that annoyance that he felt, you know, months ago that his dad would probably nag him about. He's probably using that as fuel too to get back at him. He's a turd. He is like he it's just a lot like these twins are just so much but oh my god can we talk about the scene where chagra is being just horrible as she usually is and this is when esra um and janara like sitting down and i think in like some hall in the company and they're waiting for i guess what's it called like the the stakeholders the branch holders the investors yes thank you the investors of the company to make their vote if they want to spread, expand the app to Antalya. And Chagra walks to Esra and she tells her, hey, like they voted yes. So you're going to be going to Antalya with Janar. This is where Chagra starts saying, oh, like maybe me and Ozan will go too. And we're going to ha- have like a romantic, I don't know what. And then Esra like, Esra like, oh my God, what's the saying? What's the saying? Shuts it down. Shuts Thank it you. down. Yes. She shuts it down by saying, I'm going to stop you right there. I know that your marriage is fake. So you trying to make me jealous is not going to happen. And that this hope you have needs to stop. If you're going to keep trying to throw this in my face, it's not going to be nice. Yeah, she tells her, she's like, next time you try and do this again, I'm not going to be so nice. I'm not going to be so nice the next time. And then Ezra walks away like a bad bee. I love the camera because it zooms into chagra and her her lower lip is quivering a bit and she is completely speechless and oh my god it was just beautiful i loved it i love that scene it's probably one of my favorite scenes this whole episode and you know what i hate that like i know this is like stupid but i hate that um he's young like she's younger than her and like she has to take all this from a person that's younger than her wait who chagra who's younger than chagra chagra ezra is older than chagra oh oh true well then it it kind of at the end of the office it goes into nighttime and Ezra has told her parents that she's going to Antalya. Well her mom Maneshke, sweet Maneshke, just comes in and and talks to her about the move and Ezra says some really powerful words and just says I'm tired of being strong and okay. She just says she's tired because Maneshke is like are you just running away to Antalya because you want to be away from Ozan? And she kind of says yes but she also like I just want to be myself and I want to be my own person. I don't love Ozan anymore and I want to move on. And I thought that was really just inspiring and in what she said because she does want to move on. And we all know she still loves Ozan deep down in her heart. She needs to move on for those to go away if they're going to. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like she's leaving everything behind and just like completely just going AWOL and just yeah. like she's literally going, she's going to go expand the app. She's going to work. She Her mind is going to be occupied. She's going to be able to just get away and focus on her herself focus on her future and just that take that time for herself so and and i just need to say this virtue looked absolutely beautiful in that outfit she wore it was like multicolored oh yeah the suit yeah it was i that has that has been my favorite look it just everything about the way she looked from her hair to just just everything she just looked absolutely gorgeous 
I love her. I do love her too. And I love her acting these couple episodes. Um, Obviously, Ozan's still not over it. He comes to the neighborhood. They talk. And he throws the whole Janar thing in her face again. And she comes back with like, Janar, Janar. It's not about Janar. It's about me. Which, by the way, kind of goes back to her, the first episode, where she just wanted to make, you know, a name for herself and make and work and be something rather than just, you know, a waitress. So I think this is really her dream and what she wants to progress towards. And he just thinks it's about, you know, getting back and being in love with Janar and all this stuff. And she's trying to shut it down. But again, Ozan being his worst enemy is not listening. When does he listen? I don't even know. He listened to the, um, he listened to Chagla. Yeah. You owe me. Okay. It's like, sir, what? I don't understand him. I really don't. And I would make excuses, not excuses for him, but I always try to get into the mindset of a character. I always try to put my, my, my mindset into a character and Ozone, I was able to do that before. Now I it's I'm having a hard time. I, I'm having like a disconnect from him because I'm trying to understand why he would go so far into this and create his life so difficult when the one thing he wants is attainable, yet he's choosing to make it impossible. I don't understand. Like, I really don't. And, and I know, Ray, you were saying like, um, and I agree with you when you were saying that he does owe Chagla. I, I personally, I don't think he owes her in the sense of marrying her, but I do agree with you that he does owe her, you know, for all of the pain that he's put her through and leading her on and everything. But I just don't understand why go to these lengths. Like you're still chasing after Esra and you just made everything so much more difficult for yourself. Like, why would you do that? Like you, you're a businessman, you're intelligent. Uh, you know, she's in love with you. Treat her Treat her with love, like respect her to the point where you didn't put an, a favor to your friend over the love of your life. You put your love, the love of your life over that favor. It's like, yeah, you made a promise or whatever. You made a commitment to Chagla, but you yourself are saying that none of this is accurate. Like it's all false. You don't love her. Yet the person you love is a person that you let down every single time. And that's what I just don't understand. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I am. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, although, yeah, like he might like needed to make it up to like Chaga in some way, but he owes Esra more than he does all Chaga. He does. He he True. does. But he does need to like that's the thing. Make it up to Chaga though. Like, even though we can all agree we don't like her and she's a crap human, you did like swing her along into your really nasty agenda to get back at Esra. So she she should be, I don't know, given something or I don't know, like just something to make up for everything that you've done. But yeah, you're right. He owes Ezra a lot more than he owes Chagla. But yeah, he just doesn't see that. I don't even know. But I think it's hard for us. For me, it's hard for Chagla to get something because she is literally being so malicious and so such a wench that it's hard to be like, OK, you are really suffering. I know she is suffering. I get that. But. She's not making it better by going after Ezra because Ezra didn't do anything. And we can say the same thing, though, for Ozan, because he was being really malicious when he proposed to her. He didn't care about her feelings when he knew that Chagla was in love with him. And he went so far as to almost abandon her on their wedding day. It's the yeah. only the only difference here is that it's Ozan and, and Chagla. And I like just bring up to that point that I think also she wants to, like, 
what Ali said, like she wants to advance her career, like she wants to get better at her job. She got the confidence at her job and she wants to just see where like what she can do with it. Wait, who? Ezra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> I just like I know I said and I and I know I told you girls that when I look at when I when I go into AMI now, I have to go into it with the concept of I'm gonna be watching a drama. Um, and it's it's made the experience of this show a lot more enjoyable for me because of, you know, now I look at it as a drama and not a rom-com, but I, I still like, like I'm saying, I think the thing that's making me upset the most is the fact that I have a disconnect from Ozon, which is the main, like he's the main male character. And I want to really understand him and I understand his motives, but I, I can't, like, we know he wants Ezra. We know he's in love with Ezra, but I just can't understand everything else. And then that's like where my frustration comes from, which is why this is Ozon's freaking funeral. Trust me, I was an Ozan stan in these episodes. And but right now I just I want him to beg, beg, hands, knees, bleeding for Ezra. And he's not doing the steps correctly. He should have been like, okay, we're getting a divorce in this amount of time period. After this amount of time period, then I will try to make amends with Ezra. Not the day after your honeymoon. Like, boy, what? And it's just like hard to understand. Because I still am like, you're still married. Stop. Mm -hmm. And Ezra's trying to run away and you just, you can't let her be. Oh, when she was, um, when she got into the car and she was like saying bye to her family. Yes, her family very much cared for her. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, then we lead to the airplane and obviously Janar didn't make it to the airport in time. I was laughing so much um, at that scene with Janar. His facial expressions, like just how flustered he looked was hilarious to me. I was laughing for a good like, like throughout that whole entire scene and then him grabbing the luggage and struggling. Oh my God, it was hilarious. And, and I think, and I, and I don't know if I saw someone maybe put this on a post too on Twitter. And I don't know if you girls caught this either, because um, I don't think it was explained in in the in the dizzy. Was the chauffeur that was driving Janar? Was he? Did he do something to the car? Was this planned? Because he looked suspicious. Yes, no, it was yeah, planned. Yeah, Ozan hired o- Ozan replaced the chauffeur. It showed. Well, Ozan say Ozan says you think I'm just gonna let her go away? Oh dang. Okay. Oh dang. Okay. Because that that makes sense. Thank you. That makes sense because. When Janar is trying to like wave down a taxi, the the chauffeur has like the hood of the car up, but he's not even like paying attention. He's like you can see him in the background. He's just staring at Janar. Yeah, because his job was to like make um, Ozon late so Ozon can take Janar's place in the airplane. Oh, uh, okay. And I don't know, like when Ezra's there. First of all, that inside that plane was beautiful. I don't know if those are that's how the planes in Turkey look. Like I was, I was impressed. I think it was definitely first class. It was definitely first class. Oh my god! Okay, I'm freaking over here thinking like, wow, if, if that's how like it is for everybody on board, like what a luxury! Like it's beautiful. I would personally want to live on the plane. We're, um, they have they have the technology money. Not like we're they're not peasants like us. I would probably get a scooter. Like my ass would have to get one of those like mortar scooters to get around. What do you mean? Like that's how I would travel. Bro, I had one of those water scooters and I fell. Oh, have you gotten it back on? I'm too scared to now. But sometimes, yes. Oh. <laughs> when the road is paved. <laughs> yes, I fell on off, off a road that was unpaved. It was hilarious. But it has nothing to do with this. But I thought no. I would make you all laugh. No, but it's a beautiful story that I've never heard before. And I'm glad I heard it now. I heard that. Remember, it was like Sarkhan was riding a scooter and you tweeted something where you're like, Oh, Sarkhan, take advice oh. from me. Wear a helmet. 
<laughs> well, obviously, Ozon shows up on the airplane and the episode ends there. And he says to her, these are going to be a long six months and then winks at her. But also the music and the actual episode to the music in the fragment that showed that scene was completely different. Like, I don't understand why they just didn't go with the music that they put in the episode and put I, that in the fragment. It's a drama. Dude, but that wasn't a drama, dude. That was like, I was afraid for Ezra's well-being. Like, he was, he had... Like, no, it did sound like she was going to murder her. Yeah. He had, like, serial killer eyes. Like, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to say. He did. And I even wrote, I was like, how are we going to explain to our non-DZ friends that this is a Turkish rom-com after show like showing this episode or showing that fragment you don't I don't know why they got all serious because even the next fragments are next fragment music is the same serious music and it's so high intensity and and all this there's another fight of course male fight male fight yes Simba and Scar go at it again and I'm sorry that's both an insult to Simba and Scar can we say that well Ozan is Scar because he has a scar. <laughs> we are not comparing Simba. First of all, it's not even Simba and Scar. It's Mufasa and Scar, isn't it? Have you even seen it's both. Movie? It's both, though. Yeah. It's Mufasa oh. in the beginning. Anyway, Chagla is threatening Ezra with photos from their trip in Antalya, which if you look closely at the photos, they are just having dinner and sitting what- across from one another. There is no love. This is a cheap ploy. And I, and I okay. I mean, no disrespect to the writers at all. I really don't. But I mean, all disrespect to the writers. I, as a writer myself, I just think that there were were other creative directions you could have gone into that would have required a little bit more creativity. I think that adding mm-hmm. in pictures of them having a dinner or maybe even looking a little bit intimate is a very cheap ploy of keeping Ezra and, and Ozan apart especially like because then Chagla's like I'm gonna show this to everybody like what what's your family gonna say or I don't know what and what what are people gonna think of Ozan Ezra should have been like show him do it like w- what's the worst that's gonna happen like Chagla will look more like a fool in that situation exactly it's like the media is gonna of course the media is gonna have a frenzy for about a week bruh like honestly and then w- when something else happens which something always always happens in in the media they're gonna forget about you and not only that for them for the writers to be like this is how Ezra's protecting Ozon right he's she's protecting his reputation dude protect his well-being from his psycho wife if she's willing to drag his reputation and drag his name for the sake of keeping him imagine the other lanes that she is willing to go through protect Ozon from Chagla not like don't protect his reputation or think something like that it's like chagla can be potentially dangerous Ezra. you know that why are you gonna let him stay with her for photos again she's thinking irrationally and honestly it would just feel more fire to like them getting a divorce once ozan finds out about this but i because if if she ever would come to release it it would it would basically she'd be known as the other woman and who broke up a happy couple's marriage. No, I'm talking about when Ozan finds out that Chagla is holding these photos, like hostage, saying this to Ezra. It's fueling, fueling the fire to get divorced. 
So then what's the real, is Ezra doing it for Ozan or is she doing it for herself? Because No, she's, she's doing, doing it for Ozan, but I'm saying is Ozan's going to find out about these photos and he's going to find out from someone. Zeno's going to tell Muzo, who's going to tell Ozan, maybe that's the chain of gossip. He's going to be mad at Chagla. You know what would save us like three to four episodes of just this mess would be if Ezra just tells him, hey, dude, she has photos, handle it. Yeah. We, we would... Three to four episodes right there would have been dropped and we could have gone into a better plot. Listen, I'm telling you, this is going to be one of those shows where they don't get divorced until like the last couple episodes. I'm sorry to say this. Do not say no, that. Ray, Ray, you, she's, no, Ali, she said it. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Ray, Ray, I, don't, <laughs> I can't handle this. It's okay. I predicted B.O.'s episode and look what happened. Oh my God. Wow. No. Well, I already know what's going to happen. Like, oh, I already know. Wait, what do you mean you already know? It's going to be a pregnancy plot. I bet you. Ray, Ray, don't repeat it. Do not repeat it. I can repeat please. it. I'm not writing it down. But Listen. No, Ray, Ray please. Let me just say, if Ozan, listen, if, oh my God, I can't, I can't, I can't, listen, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. What is I worse, can't, a pregnancy I, plot or an I amnesia can't. plot? No. <laughs> and we got both of those in SEK. Oh, God. oh listen i can't listen I, I can't i'd rather ozan lose his memory than that happen ozan loses his memory uh chalika takes advantage of that and comes with him she gets rid of all his memories then something triggers ozan he either he either sees the snow globe he sees the dress again or those are things that slowly bring back his memory until maybe something something special that we haven't seen yet Lily brings back his memory it goes back to Chalga Chalga I can't believe you ever do this to me I'm going to the court we get in divorce tomorrow you like it you're not too bad you're a little beat and just dips that's the amnesia plot right there <laughs> that's funny that you mentioned that right because I actually wrote a theory with amnesia Ozan it's more romantic a little bit but yes <laughs> you want to hear it yeah okay let me get it. So, okay, I'm just going to skip to what we what we already know. So basically, he's in the car wreck and having a breakdown of all the shiz he has caused. And he gets in a car wreck. And with that car wreck, he wakes up in the hospital um, after a couple weeks because obviously he had some brain damage. And when he wakes up, he asks the doctor for his wife. Chagla comes in and he said, that's not my wife. And she says, who do you think your wife is? And he says, Ezra. So basically, he would have amnesia. And the last memory he would have is back when he was married to Ezra, which I thought that would be like a redemption because he needs to go back to what before Ezra broke up with him. He needs to go back to who he was. This is not the Ozone we knew from the neighborhood. And then I lead into the theory, basically, like he tries to make it work with Chagla because he was married to her, but he realized he only loves Ezra. So then they get a divorce. Ezra still feeling uneasy about the whole thing, refuses Ozan and then Ozan's all the memories come back. It's kind of like the Val, but a little bit different because I like romantic that movie too. A little romantic. bit more romantic. I like mine better. Okay. <laughs> when when Ozan calls, um, he's like, "No, get away from me, Chagla. You're a little bitch." <laughs> <laughs> That's how Ray Ray said it. <laughs> Let's meet in the middle. I'll take a bit of the savage savage. How do you say that word? Savagery? No, honestly, Ellie, that's a, like, I was just being sarcastic. I love that so much. I want that to happen. Can we fire just all the writers and have Ellie as their single soul? And I know, and I know people who are listening, and if I put this on the TL, everybody come after me because of Amnesia Sarkon, and I get that. We all suffered through that, though. But we would just want this to be the way it should have been done kind of thing, personally. To me, that's what I would felt. Shit! Oh my god! Now I want to start talking about Amnesia Sirkan, and that's a that's a whole other t- That's a whole other episode. 
like I can sit and talking about that for two hours about how mad I still am of it. I need Evie here with me. Just like how we can talk about how the season eight of Game of Thrones sucked. No, okay, that's my Sir Khan amnesia. I don't want to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay. That is even worse than Sir Khan. Dude, like I would uh, and I think I told Ali this. I would go to bars and stuff and um they're themed bars and you would we would meet people from Game of Thrones and you would just hang out, drink and talk about the show and theorize. I read the books and I purposely have not finished one of the books, the second to last one, because I need to see how, uh, you know what? People are listening there and be like, oh my God, Marty, shut up. We don't want to be here to get Game of Thrones. But it's just, I can't. It's your dizzy love. Come on. It's just, it's a lot. Uh, th- these shows are a lot. I thought rom-com summer, like hot girl summer, rom-com 2021, like Turkish Jeezy's, like we're going to be like awesome and a good time. I have been depressed over almost every episode. Hot girl summer, more like hot girl bummer. (laughs) Most definitely. (laughs) Well, summer is coming to an end, and we have crazy episodes for both our shows. I want to leave this funeral. So here lies the OG Ozan Crafali. May he rest in peace. Long live this man. We hope this guy also dies too. Who? This Ozan. No, I'll take out the amnesia plot that Ali came up with. I'll take that. Sounds great. It would do um, the amnesia tropes justice because you could have a very well-written amnesia plot. Like uh, the word amnesia, the plot, the trope does not have to be scary. Um, drama, of course. No, it doesn't have to- imagine just Ozon forgetting he's rich and he goes back to his apartment and he's like, this is all mine. I would love Oh, I, I was like, I really like go back to his old apartment. I was like, I would love that. Or he goes to the house and he's like, Estra, I finally got you the house that you wanted. Oh, that'd be so cute. Oh my gosh. Listen, I so rarely think a, like a fangirl over DZ Men, but like I wouldn't want him to go back to his like, yeah, he was a weak little bee. <laughs> he was like, I'm sorry, but he he had a heart of gold. Yes. And that's what I want back from him. You know what? Hopefully, hopefully we get it. Hopefully we do. Um, because I think it'd be great. I think it would be able to give them a very well-written um character arc redemption because he would go back to being that beautiful village man that we love, like Ray said, with the heart of gold. Um, and I think he would be able to really get the fans to be back in his good graces. Like it'd be great. Most definitely. Well, we thank you again for joining this double hitter of AMI episode 12 and 13. We thank you so much to all of our listeners. And we can't wait for you guys to come vibe with us again on the next podcast episode. Yeah. And hopefully the next one, we're not ranting too much about Ozon, but we will if he deserves it. It doesn't take a lot for me to be mad at ZZ Man. <laughs> I can just breathe. Oh, my God. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, I burped. We're keeping that.